John chapter number 9. And I want you to look at verse number 10. Verse number 10. Now I'm going to be getting out of here a little bit earlier. I have to preach another service at 11 o'clock. And so uh, we want you to stick around even after the word so that you can hear the announcements and uh, visitors will be recognized. You don't see me, that's why I'll be, I'll be, I'll be uh, going to another church to preach here in Tallahassee this morning over at True Gathers. John chapter number nine, are you ready? Therefore they said to him, How were your eyes open? And he answered and said, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Shalom and wash. So I went and washed and I received sight. This morning I want to preach, let me testify. <laughs> you may be seated in the presence of God. Look at your neighbor and say, let me testify. Let me testify. Let me testify. John chapter number nine. John chapter number nine is a very familiar passage of scripture to many of us. Uh, that's where Jesus finds this man born blind from birth. Can I preach like I feel it today? See this man blind from birth. Verse number uh, one. Uh, he sees this man and he approaches this man. And, and his disciples immediately asked a question. They asked, who sinned in order for this man to have been blind from birth? And the great misconception, even among the body of Christ, is that you have to have done something wrong in order to experience hard times. And the truth of the matter is, sometimes you don't have to do anything. And the word of God tells us that Jesus answered them and told them nobody sinned. Not this man, not his mother, not his father, but, but so that the power of God can be made manifest in his life. And in verse 6, Jesus begins the healing process. He begins to do something quite unusual. You know this. He, 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 he spat on the ground and made clay, mixed clay with his saliva. That's unusual. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of us can't be blessed because we don't like God to do the unusual in our lives. Surely it must have been uncomfortable to hear. He didn't see it, but it must have been uncomfortable for him to hear the Lord hot up spit. Y'all not helping me here. It's 
going to work out all right. Tell them, it's unusual, but it's going to work out all right. It's uncomfortable, but it's going to work out all right. He, he spits on the ground, made clay. Then the Bible doesn't say that the flaming of what's this? Doesn't say that Jesus just put the clay on the man's eye. That's not what the scripture says. The Bible says in verse number six, he says he anointed. <laughs> he anointed the man's eyes. Y'all miss this here. Can I show you just what God showed me just in this moment? See, it would have been one thing if Jesus had just put it on his eyes. But the Bible says he anointed his eyes with the clay. Do you know what anointing means? Yeah. Anointing means to be set aside. Yeah. You've got to understand that when Jesus saw this man who was blind from birth, who had never seen anything else, God was saying, watch this, I can use him, I can set his eyes aside for my glory. You just missed a good place to shout. You don't, you don't even, you, you don't even want to say. There are some things you've never experienced in your life. But touch your neighbor and say, it can happen and it will happen. And one of the reasons why you probably have never experienced it in your life is because God was setting you aside for an extraordinary experience with him. Just because it's never happened before doesn't mean that it won't happen. And, and Jesus says, watch this, I anointed his eyes. Yes. Meaning that I'm going to set his eyes aside for my use. Y'all yes. don't, don't hear what I just said. Yes. Anointed his eyes. Then he says, go wash in the pool. Wash this. And he, he did come back seeing. But here's the thing. In verse number 8, here's what's going to bless you. In verse number 8, the Bible says, therefore, his neighbors and those who had previously seen that he was blind began to talk among themselves and said, is not this the one who sat and begged? Come on now, come on now, come on now. Somebody said, saw him previously. I'm about to bless 10 people in here. There, there are some people who saw you previously who are not going to recognize you after God gets done doing what he's about to do in your life. Ah, y'all missed a good place. Y'all don't make me preach out the wildness. Do me a favor. Grab one person by the hand and say, take one good look at me now. Because when God gets through doing what he's going to do in my life, y'all ain't, ain't praising God. I'm not going to look like <laughs> You got it right, Dr. Kelly. I'm not going to look Says 
Matter of fact, I want you to pay attention to what the scripture does not say. And it'll tell you a whole lot about his neighbors. The scripture does not say they asked him, was he the one that used to be blind? Y'all missed that. See, y'all understand something? See, so you got to be very careful that when certain people have a certain handicap, y'all ever notice that when, when a person is in a wheelchair, folk walk up to them and talk real loud? Like, something's wrong with my legs. Not with my ears. Huh? Person got a limp. Somebody say amen. We walk to them and we talk to them real slow and real. Something's wrong with my legs. Not my mind. Y'all not helping me here. <laughs> I feel like preaching. And so what happens is, uh, here he comes walking. They were used to seeing him sitting down and begging. But now they see him walking. Y'all not helping me here. And not begging. And they're not talking to him. They're talking about him. Y'all not helping me here.
He's just changing one thing. But by the time he gets through, he done touched a whole bunch of stuff. So, so, so you praying about a job. Y'all not helping me here. Y'all not hitting me here. Your tax bracket looks new too. And then after a couple of months, your credit score, cause your credit score start looking a little bit different too. Y'all not hitting me here. Is there anybody here that ever prayed to God for one thing? And you realize that after he did that one thing for you, turned out he had done a whole bunch of other things that were simply associated with the thing you were going through. God told me to tell you, when he knocked this one problem out of your Oh! 
Bible. Say, 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 say. Suited 
Shout it looked different. Look different. His sickness changed. Yes. I'm closing in a minute. Yes. He wasn't blind anymore. Amen. His situation changed. Hallelujah. He wasn't begging anymore. Yes. But not only was his sickness and situation changed, but what else changed was his stature. Y'all miss it? His stature changed. Y'all miss it? Somebody said his stature changed. His sickness changed. His situation changed. And his stature changed. They didn't recognize him because every time they saw him, he was sitting down begging. For all they knew, he was three foot five. Three of y'all got it over there. The rest of y'all missed it, so let me hear it.
he brought me from a mighty long way. Let me testify. Is there anybody here that can wave your hand and say, God is, he is a healer. Wave your hand and say, heal my body. I will shake and raise your hand. Is there anybody here that can say, God is a mighty good provider. Raise your hand and say, Because I believe in the Bible. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher. 
believe in God because I've seen enough stuff that corroborates what the Bible says. And I'm a witness that's corroborating a story that's already been told. I asked the people, I said, why do you believe God? This lady emotionally said, I believe God because when I was on my deathbed, Say it with me. 